from trucking sales rep to six-figure remote digital agency owner. Hey, Tom Gaddis here, and in this episode of the Remote Millionaires Podcast, I'm joined by special guest Cody Weaver. Cody is a member of our community who started out in the trucking business. He became a trucking sales rep. That story is quite a story. You're going to hear that in this episode. Then he started a family entertainment business selling uh, bouncy castles, water slides, that kind of thing. And then the pandemic hit. So he was looking for something different to do, and he decided to start a remote digital marketing agency. In the year that he's been in business, he's went from zero clients to 25, generating just over 30,000 per month in revenue with a very small in-house local team in Tupela. Tupela. Yeah, a small town, but he's crushing it. He's going to tell you how he's doing it, how they generate new clients, what they found the best strategies to bring in that business, and then also end with some advice on how you can do the exact same thing. So look, grab a cool drink, sit back, enjoy this episode of the Remote Millionaires Podcast. You're listening to the Remote Millionaires Podcast, the show for aspiring and established entrepreneurs looking to create and scale six and seven figure success online without being chained to a job, location, or computer. That's right. We're going to show you how to build wealth from anywhere. I'm your host, Tom Gaddis. Let's dive in. Aloha and welcome to the Remote Millionaires Podcast. Cody Weaver, how's it going, man? Pretty good, Tom. How you doing, bud? I'm fantastic. I'm really excited to have you on the show. I've been looking forward to this episode since I knew you reached out to me just a few days ago, but like, you know, watching the success you've been having with your agency and hearing some of your story and all that stuff, I was really excited that you were interested in coming on the show because I know listeners are going to get a lot from what you're doing, how you've been doing it, and uh, and hopefully get some inspiration from it. So maybe we can start there. Why don't you tell listeners a little bit about yourself uh, a little bit about what you're doing before digital marketing and kind of how you got this agency going. Yeah, for sure. So I'm, uh, I've been an entrepreneur for about four years. Uh, this is actually my third business that I've had uh, in that time. Um, I, I started my career right out of high school, Navy, you know, in the military, served four years, got out, got into trucking, was a manager in the trucking company. Uh, wanted to be in sales, sent the district sales manager for the trucking company an email and said, hey, I want to be a sales rep. What do I got to do? He sent me a couple of books and said, read these books, type up book reports, and we'll talk. Uh, so I did. Uh, they ended up using my book, my book reports. They blasted them out to the entire company about uh, you know the, the quality of them, and I was immediately given a sales job. Uh, so did that, was a multi-million dollar producer in sales in the trucking industry, decided I wanted to do something different, uh, had a packaging business for a while, selling packaging products pre-COVID, uh, purchased a birthday party facility, uh, did inflatable rentals, water slides, bounce houses, stuff like that, uh, sold all that to start my digital marketing agency. I was sitting, uh, sitting in the house one night, uh, middle of the pandemic trying to figure out what I was going to do that that was a little bit more pandemic friendly. Stumbled across a, a Facebook ad uh, for a course called Client in a Weekend by Offline Sharks. And uh, I think it was like 99 bucks. So, you know, it's, it's 100 bucks. What, what do I got to lose? Took it and uh, never looked back. Wow, that's awesome. And uh, tell me a little bit about like, what are you doing in your agency? Like what services you're offering? What types of businesses are you working with? 
Yeah, so we're we are a full service, uh, we're full service agency. Uh, I started with, and I'll be honest, y'all, I took the client in the weekend, uh, which is more about how to get the clients more than fulfillment. So I had to kind of learn the fulfillment side on my own. So I found uh, uh, the Google Digital Garage course to get certified in, in digital marketing fundamentals by Google. Uh, so I, I took that course. Uh, started watching YouTube videos on how to build websites. So we started with uh, with search engine optimization and websites. And then I just kind of kept learning more and more self-teaching about how to do everything. So we, we do social media, we do content creation, we do Facebook ads, Google PPC ads, uh, web design. If it's, we do geofencing, uh, you know, we, we have a, a, a company that we partner with to, to do OTT videos and YouTube ads and things like that. So we are a full service agency. We're not niche specific. My very first client I picked up was a family attorney. Uh, we now work with uh, anybody. We have plumbers, electricians, family attorneys. Our biggest niche that we work in is uh, real estate. We have a couple of real estate agencies that we work in. Uh, we have a few uh, franchises that we work with. We work with uh, a Midas, the oil change facility. We have their local franchise owner that works with us. So uh, we really. Uh, we're very diverse in our portfolio of business, and we're very diverse in our uh, in our services that we offer. Uh, but we kind of come in and we look at what a client, what's your goals? Are you trying to get more leads? Are you trying to build your brand awareness? What is it you're trying to accomplish, and what are the services that we offer that can help? Yeah, that's great. And uh, how many clients do you currently have in the agency? We have 25, and uh, so in the, just a back history, our agency turned a year old in August, so we're just a little over one year old. We have 25 clients, and we do we do between, we're just shy of about $30,000 a month in MRR. Man, that is awesome. That's incredible. And you know, that that's impressive, 25 clients in a year, getting to that number so quickly. I know a lot of people listening to this are probably... Uh, maybe they're at the beginning stage of their 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 businesses. So you said your first client was a family attorney. Like, how did you how'd you land that client? So it was actually a referral. Uh, I actually did a short stint with as a sales rep for a uh, a national digital marketing agency that's owned by a trust company, and uh, I worked for them for a couple months. And it was a referral that I'd gotten when I worked for them. However, I just it wasn't for me. You know, I, I wasn't, I wasn't good at being an employee. I'm good at being an employer, I'm not good at being an employee. Uh, so it was a referral that I've gotten. Uh, and I just, you know, I was like, Hey, I'm going out. I'm going to start my own company doing this. I'd love to meet with you. So you let me come down and we had lunch and I said, here's the dream for my business. This is the vision that I have. Uh, here's how I believe I can help you. If you trust me, I'd love to work with you. And uh, and she said, yeah. So we uh, we signed her on originally just doing some website optimization and some search engine optimization. Uh, we signed her up at $800 a month. Uh, and now, you know, we've grown and expanded with her to where she's about a $2,000 a month client now. That's fantastic. I love what you said there. Like, you just went in and you're like, you're authentic, right? You're like, look, I've got this new business, but this is what I'm trying to do with it. This is what I'm looking to do. This is how I think I can help you. And if that sounds good to you, let's work together, right? I, I, I love right. that. That's great. 
Yeah. How are you consistently bringing in clients these days? I'm sure referrals are a big part of it, but do you have like a, like, what are you doing to generate new clients and things like that on an ongoing basis? So, you know, what's really unique about us is we actually don't do really any sales. Uh, almost everything that we do is based is, is marketing. I mean, we, we do a lot of marketing. We're on social media constantly talking about what we do for clients. Uh, we're constantly, we do a lot of email marketing. Uh, I don't have a sales rep. I've tried a couple of times hiring sales reps and it's never worked out. And our, our business is consistently, I, I do all of our sales calls. I do all of our presentations, but it's always, you know, I do three or four a week, but it always comes from our marketing efforts. We do a lot of internet marketing, a lot of social media marketing. We do a lot of networking. Uh, and that's really I call it building authority. You know, we've built ourselves up as we are the industry authority. If you're if you're in our area, if you're in our local market and you know you need a website or you need social media content or you need graphic design or you need somebody to help bring leads to your business. We've built ourselves up in our industry and in our market as the company that you want to work with. And we've done that through just consistency with our marketing campaigns. And so I would say out of our, I think we've got 26 clients. I would say 24 out of those 26 clients came to us. The other two, we probably prospected and brought in, but uh, we just kind of built our authority as we are who you want to work with. And it's been very successful for us. Yeah, that's great. I see your stuff on social media all the time. It's super impressive. And the thing that I see you doing there where a lot of people tend to struggle is exactly what you said, the consistency. Like you have to start doing that stuff even when no one is listening and no one is responding and you just have to keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing right. it until you start to get that first traction. So that's really awesome. What do you typically post on social media that gets you the best results for, for attracting new business? Uh, I value. You know, the biggest thing that we can do is give away something of value to a client or to or to the general public that's going to draw intrigue. You know, I, I made a post this morning. I'm in a I'm in a group of uh, business owners and entrepreneurs and it's a paid group. I actually pay two hundred dollars a month to be a part of this group. But it's all business owners. It's all entrepreneurs. And so I made a post this morning. And I was like, hey. No, I want to share something of value. And I made some tips about how to effectively manage a Google business profile and how to improve your local listings ranking. And all I did was provide some tips on that. And then I got three friend requests from inside that group immediately after and a DM asking for an appointment. So that's kind of how we structured our business model. We want to go out and say, look, here's some stuff that you can do on your own that will help you. But if you're wanting to go even a step further, you need to talk to us. And uh, it has been it's been effective. And, and to your point, it takes time, man. It took months before. And I'm talking, you know, one of the things I always talk about is is likes and shares don't pay your bills. I might post something on Facebook and I might get three likes and one share. I might get no likes and no shares. But the people that need to see it, they see it and I'm getting the DMs. And that's what brings the clients. They may not like my post. They may not share my post, but they're going to shoot me a message and say, hey, I saw what you posted. I kind of need some help with that. Can I come meet with you? And so, you know, if you look at us, we're not going viral. We're not getting a thousand likes and a hundred shares, 
but we're getting the DMs, we're getting the appointments, and ultimately we're getting the clients. Man, that's so great. I mean, it's so it's so in line with what we talk about all the time in Offline Sharks and in Remote Millionaires, like building that local base first, right? Like fishing in your own, in the pond behind your house, like building up that authority there, becoming seen as somebody who knows what they're talking about in that area. Because I guarantee you, no matter where you're at, no matter how big or small that area is, there are businesses in your area that do want help with what we do in a digital agency, but they just don't know where to go to get it. And they don't trust the people calling them all the time and hitting them up. Like they're actually looking for somebody like this, somebody that stands up in their area and says, Hey, I know how to do this. I can help you. Here's some things I would do if I were you. And if you want more information, reach out to us. Yeah. So there's pros and cons to trying to establish yourself as the local authority. You know, I'm in a small area. I'm in Tupelo, Mississippi. There's 40,000 people in my town. So we're in a small town and I have eight competitors. I have eight local other digital marketing agencies that I compete with. But so that's, that's, that's your, your, you know, when you focus on local, you lose out on the numbers game, right? When you're on a, when you focus on a national scale and you're hammering phones and you're playing the numbers game, obviously you've got a lot more success probability by numbers. But the way that we approach it is if we can start with a strong foundation, build up a really good reputation locally, build up a good client base locally, we have a really strong foundation to build off of when we decide that we're ready to move into the national, you know, seen as a national company. And that's something that we're doing right now. We just actually within the past couple of weeks started launching a cold calling campaign on a national scale. But we've got a really effective local base and we've got a strong local reputation to build off of so we can go out one of the best things you know one of the things that i always say is when you're trying to sell a service or a product i've been in sales a long time and i've done a lot of money in sales and one thing i've always said is you got to have three you got to break through three levels of trust when you're trying to sell to somebody they have to sell they have to trust you they have to trust your product and they have to trust your company so it's a lot easier to break through those barriers of trust with a positive reputation. If you're going out and you say, okay, I want to sell this service to you, but you don't really have people that are in your corner saying, you should trust this guy. You should trust this company. You should trust the service. You should trust this product. It's a lot harder to break through that sale. This was just our business model and it's worked for us. So now we're going out and we're saying, look, we've got these 25 clients. We have a 94% retention rate in the year that I, a year and two months that we've been in business, I've lost two clients. One of them I fired because he would get drunk in the middle of the night and send me harassing emails that were just incoherent. He's sending me screenshots of Google numbers asking me why this Facebook graph says what it says. So we've technically lost one client in a year. You know, and, and in digital marketing, your client retention is everything. Other than the lifetime value of your client, your retention is the most important part of your business. So the fact that we've built that as a local industry authority, now we have such a strong foundation of marketing materials to go out and launch on a national scale that it's much more enticing for them versus somebody just calling and saying, hey, I'd like to do SEO for you. When I'm calling on you. I can say, hey, you're a family law firm. 
Let me send you a video testimonial of how I have changed this local law firm's life in my market. And it just gives us a lot more power. Yeah, I mean, that's so key there. And what you're really talking about there too is another thing we talk a lot about in our community. And that is when you start local like that, it gives you the foundation to be able to expand nationally much more easily. You know, even Facebook started, you know, they freaking started at Harvard, one college, hardly, you know, just a few thousand people. And when they expanded, they didn't go to all colleges. They went to other Ivy League colleges and then they went to all colleges. And then they like there's a natural progression of growth. And I think a lot of people try to skip that step and just go to the big to the end goal. And there's a lot of steps in between that you have to hit along the way. And it's awesome to see you guys doing that and how you're doing that as well. You know, one thing I want to know, you said you've kind of, and all all of this has been self-taught, right? Like you've been learning all this thing through YouTube videos, various things like that. How have you handled the fulfillment side of things? Have you built your team out locally? Do you use people overseas? Like how how do you do that? So, uh, so no, we don't outsource anything. Everything is done in house. Everything's in house. Yeah. And so the reasoning behind that was. I'm not going to name drop or anything, but the company that I worked for as a sales rep, my short stint working with them, uh, the client onboarding process was chaos. As a sales rep, I would show up with a laptop, open my laptop, another person would Zoom call in, do the sales pitch where I would just piggyback off of this person. When it was over, if the customer said, yeah, let's do it, I had to hang up on the laptop, get my phone out call somebody overseas to do the, and it was, it was so muddy. And anytime a client needed help with something, their structure was set up so that the client had to do a support ticket to a company overseas. And just for, I was like, you know what I want to do. And and there's nothing wrong with outsourcing, especially from a profit standpoint. I'll tell you this, I will lay this flat out. I would make a lot more money personally if I did outsource and, and use some services overseas. And there's a lot of good ones overseas, but that wasn't what I wanted. I wanted something local. I wanted something in-house, something I was going to do the fulfillment or I was going to have somebody local that could do the fulfillment because customer service is everything to me. And I wanted to be able to provide a level of customer service that my local, because keeping in mind, I'm a local, that's my niche is the local expert. So I've got all this local competition. My business model was to kill them with customer service. I wanted to be the number one customer service company that you could go to for digital marketing and then piggyback off of that with expert digital marketing. So anyway, I say, let's say this. I started fulfillment in-house. I started learning uh, through, you know, through through the offline shark courses and through HubSpot and through Google Digital Garage and through you know, Microsoft's uh, free trainings and through YouTube, I just started learning this stuff. And uh, and I hired a guy locally. And I was like, you know, hey, man, I was like, I'm starting this company. And I lucked out. <laughs> I really did. I, I was a whole lot of luck because I got somebody really good. And I said, man, I can't pay you a lot of money. I said, not yet. I was like, but one day I can. This is my vision for this business. And uh, he answered an ad on Facebook. I used the offline sharks uh uh, man, I don't think it was client in a weekend. It was another course that I got the, I got a script of exactly yeah. what to post on Facebook for a job post. And I used that and I posted it and I was like, man, I can't pay you a lot of money right now. I was like, but my vision for this company is big. And one day I'll be able to pay you a lot of money. 
buy in and, and do this with me. And he's like, I'm in. So I learned everything first. And then I trained uh, Danny, who's my operations manager. Uh, and then I have Miss Laura, who works for me now. She's our customer service manager. So I learned everything. I learned what tools to use, trained them to do all the fulfillment. Everything is fulfilled in-house. Danny and Laura, they do all of our fulfillment. Every The only thing that I do is I build our paid ad campaigns, but SEO, web design, content, everything like that, they handle. And their offices are right on the other side of this wall. So everything is 100% fulfilled in-house. It costs a lot more money. Your overhead is so much higher when you choose to go that route versus outsourcing. I don't make as much money as I could. But it's just the business model that I chose. I'm not saying it's better or worse. It's just how I wanted my business to be. Yeah, I think that's great. And I mean, you're doing those numbers with a three, you know, a, a pretty lean team, right? Like, I mean, you don't need a huge team to generate significant income, especially right. when you focus on the customer service and you have the retention that you're doing. I mean, that's really awesome. Uh, one thing I know listeners would love to know is if somebody's listening to this and they're looking to get an agency off the ground or they're wanting to break into this, Maybe they're, uh, you know, maybe they're doing sales at a trucking company and they're like, I want to get out of this and, and do my own thing. Like what words of advice would you give to them like to do first or something that they could work on now that would help them get to that point? Yeah. So, you know, I, I have a couple people that I work with one on one that are agency owners and I'm, I'm trying to help them. This is the same thing I tell them. It's the same thing that I'll tell anybody about anything you want to do, because this was the advice given to me. And it is. Changed my life. Find somebody who is doing what you want to do and lives the life that you want to live and ask them how much money it would cost to teach you how they got there. Find something, find a mentor, find a course. That's what I did. I found Offline Sharks course for $99 and I took it and I was like, I'm going to buy this course because I see what's going on. What's the guy's name? It was Paul. Is Paul, it Paul James. James. Yeah. One of our Paul one James of our is the one yeah. that taught that course. I saw Paul James's video, and then I learned who the offline sharks were. I learned who you was. I learned who Nick Ponte, uh, I guess is how you say his last name. I learned who yep. Nick is, and I was like, I want to do that. I want to travel. I want to make money. I want a I want a lifestyle business. And I said, okay, I, I've, I'm going to pay for this course to learn how to do this. So that's my advice. Pay for remote millionaires, pay for a course through offline sharks, find somebody that inspires you, find somebody that lives the quality of life that you want to live, that's doing something that you feel like you would enjoy, buy their course, pay for their coaching. It's worth it. It's worth the investment. If you're not willing to invest in your own quality of life, then you're probably not going to follow through with what it takes to succeed anyway. So that's my advice. Yeah, that's great advice. That's great advice. If you're listening to this, I hope you grabbed a pen and paper, maybe rewind and listen to that and mark that down because that is really great advice. That's what we've done. Like we modeled people that were doing what we wanted to do. And that's why we kind of do what we do so we can do that for other people that are looking to do what we do, right? Like I feel like we really do have an obligation to help people that want to get to the same place once we get to that place ourselves. So Cody, man, it's been awesome having you on this episode. Tons of golden nuggets. Really appreciate you being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I've, I've very, very much enjoyed it. Uh, I love 
chatting with you guys. I love talking to you. I love talking to Nick. I love the Offline Sharks community. So thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. And listen, if you enjoyed listening to this episode with Cody and myself, wherever you listen to this podcast, go leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. And you're going to find uh, links to Cody's agency and uh, information about him on the show notes page of this episode as well, which you can find at remotemillionaires.com forward slash podcast. All right. Until next time, uh, I will see you listeners on the next episode of the Remote Millionaires podcast. Now, if what you heard today resonates with you and you want to continue the conversation, then I want to personally invite you to click the link below and schedule your free Remote Millionaires business development call, where we'll analyze your business and your situation and show you exactly how to accelerate your results and build a wildly successful business you can run from anywhere. Until next time.